0: Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m. with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Being the associate rector here at the chapel affords me the opportunity from time to time to get outside of these four walls, or those four walls over there in the old chapel, and to go and supply at different churches in the diocese on Sunday morning. And I love that. I love driving through the Delta early in the morning as the fog rolls up over the crops and farmland, on my way to somewhere in the Delta, such as Sumner, Mississippi, Church of the Advent there in Sumner, Mississippi, a great congregation Not many people there on a Sunday, but by gosh, you know what? They're going to treat you to a champagne brunch after church. (laughs) I don't get that here. (laughs) But places like Church of the Advent in Sumner, Mississippi, places like St. Mary's, Lexington. I love going up there and grabbing lunch with the folks there. Then afterwards... Robbing around Lexington and them giving me a tour. And really, in Lexington, the only thing there is to see besides the square is the, uh, the homes of the tobacco lawyers. But I enjoy heating out on Sunday morning from time to time and not only preaching and celebrating at a historic church somewhere in Mississippi, And driving around and seeing these wonderful towns that we have in Mississippi. But I also enjoy getting to meet new people and hearing their story. Over a champagne brunch or a lunch at McAllister's. Talking about their fears and their worries and their anxieties about the future of their church. Many times when I'm asked to supply, it is because of a couple of reasons. One could be that they can't afford a full-time priest. There are places out there that cannot afford a full-time priest. And so that's how they get by. They ask clergy to come supply for them on Sundays. Or perhaps a place is in transition. The priest has left, and they're in the midst of a surge. And so they ask me to come and supply for them one Sunday. Or perhaps the priest goes on vacation. And gives me a call and says, hey, I'm out of town for a couple of Sundays, can you come and supply So besides meeting new people and getting outside the walls of the chapel, I get to hear their stories. There are churches, folks, where there's only nine people in the pews. I thought about these churches last week at our annual meeting, which went so wonderfully well. We talked about how the Spirit is moving in and out of this place and the wonderful things going on here at the Chapel of the Cross and how we are growing and we're getting even more young families. I could take you to a church in the Delta where the first reader is toting an oxygen tank up to the lectern to read the lesson. We got a wonderful, a lot of wonderful things going on here at the Chapel of the Cross. And so I do enjoy hearing the stories of our fellow diocesan Episcopalians, hearing about their fears and their worries and their anxieties, and they always thank me, and they thank the chapel of the cross, tell the people there, the chapel of Madison, that we really appreciate them letting you come to us and preach to us and spend some time with us. It is how we, the chapel, live into being the body of Christ in the diocese of Mississippi. It is how we live into being one church. And so I also get the opportunity from time to time to go supply in Meridian. In my home church, St. Paul's in Meridian, and also there's another church there, Church of the Mediator in Meridian. And I really enjoy going home and celebrating the Eucharist and preaching to the home folks. So a couple years ago, one of the priests said, Will, I'm out of town for a couple of weeks. Do you want to come supply one Sunday? And I said, great, that'd be wonderful. I'd love to. I'd love to come spend some time with the home folks. And then I read the gospel lesson. It was today's gospel lesson. Jesus being rejected when he comes home to Nazareth. I texted the rector and I said, did you mean to set me up for this? And he said, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you mean. And I said, well, the gospel lesson is Jesus coming to Nazareth and being rejected, being run out of the synagogue, and not only run out of the synagogue, this was a bloodthirsty mob. They were trying to throw him off the brow of the cliff. Did you mean to set me up for that? And he said, no, but that's funny. Good luck with that. (laughs) So Jesus goes home. We all go home, right? I ask that question often in a lot of Bible studies. Where is home? Is it a place? Is it a a city? A building? Is it being with certain people? What does home look like for you? Home for Jesus was Nazareth. Those people, they knew him. They reared him. They brought him up. They knew who his folks were. They're asking themselves, is not this Joseph's son? They had heard about the things that he had done at Capernaum. His fame was spreading. He comes home with a reputation. The home folks in Nazareth are happy to welcome him home. The local boy, they're proud of him. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Yeah, Jesus. He's driving out demons and healing many in the synagogue in Capernaum, surely he's going to do that here. That is what they were expecting. The home folks were expecting Jesus to do the same things that he had done in other places. They had heard so much about him, and they were excited about welcoming him back to perhaps the synagogue that he grew up in. And so they marvel at his words. They talk about how gracious his words are. And everything is good. And with one verse, it all goes to pot. It all goes to pot. Jesus tells them, surely you're going to ask me to do the things that you have heard about me doing in Capernaum. Jesus starts to tell them that he didn't come into this world for the home folks. He didn't come into this world just for the folks who raised him and knew him and knew his parents. Telling them that Jesus, that I came into the world for the Jew and the Gentile alike. I came into the world for everyone, for all flesh and blood. And he talks about Elijah and Elisha and says that they came to no one except Gentiles. That widow at Zarephath, she was a Gentile. Naman the the Syrian, he was a Gentile. He gives them, he gives the home folks an example of how Elijah and Elisha knew, knew no bounds. How God's love extended to the Gentile as well. They don't want to hear that. They don't like that. To hear that Jesus not only is going to do for them what he did in Capernaum, but to tell them that he came for the Gentile, for the other, for the marginalized in society, the outcast? They're not happy about that. And so they run him out of the synagogue. Not only out of the synagogue, they run him out of town. And this bloodthirsty mob attempts to murder him. God's love knows no bounds. God's love extends beyond that synagogue. God's love extends beyond Nazareth. So too it is with us here at the chapel of the cross. Boy, we know God's love here, don't we? We see it. We feel it. We have experienced God's love here in this chapel of the cross. The Holy Spirit is moving in many ways here at the Chapel of the Cross. But, we cannot be like those folks in that synagogue in Nazareth. We cannot hoard God here. We are called to be the Chapel of the Cross here. And we are called to be the Chapel of the Cross out in the world, because that's where we truly are supposed to be. The Chapel of the Cross is to be out in the world, not here, just in the church on Sunday. We are to go like Jesus did, to those places where society says it is not okay to go. It is not safe, it is not good. Do not mix with those people. That is where the chapel of the cross is called to go. We know God's love here, but we are called and sent to show God's love, to proclaim God's love out in the world. We are to follow Christ out of those doors and into a broken and divided world that needs to know about this love of God that we have experienced here, that needs to know about this community and the love and the care that flows between us. Our call and our sending is not to stay here, but to go, to go forth into the world Proclaim the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We are not to be like those folks in that synagogue at Nazareth, thinking that God's love and God's presence is just there. We are to go like Jesus did, to visit the Gentile, to love the other, to hang out with those, break bread with the outcasts and the sinners. It is okay to bring some of those folks back here, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be evangelists. We're also supposed to go. Go like Jesus did. Into those places where it is not okay to go. To love the marginalized. To lift up the lowly. To fill the hungry with good things. With a little bread. Still not wine right now. With a little bread. The provision for the journey. You don't have to go home. If you can't stay here. Go from this place. Go and be Christ out in the world. Go and be Christ's hands, Christ's feet, and Christ's voice out in the world. Go from this place with God's blessing and be a blessing to the world. Amen.